1: FM to get started. Small town girl. Yeah, small town Iowa girl. Unexpected childhood prodigy is chosen for the seven. Destiny knocks on the girl's next door's door and she answers to fight for truth and justice. Dorothy is not in Kansas anymore. What does she do next? Does she cry in her milk? No. She transforms in hell hath no fury like a woman scorned on Compound V. We are talking Amazon's The Boys, season one, episode three. Get some. The After Buzz After Show starts right now
0: you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn
1: of tv talk now let the buzz oh uh, that's right we were talking amazon's the boy season one episode three get some i'm your host Taron, but i'm not in the studio alone i'm joined by the one and only special guest ladies and gentlemen we have translucent man in the building translucent man how are you sir I'm well. It's very good to be here. I loved watching your character. Your character was to say anything blowing up. Uh
0: it was it was very nice to play a character so close to home. Uh as my powers really helped me play the role.
1: A lot of people felt like they could see through your character. What did you think about that?
0: Well, I feel like the creators sometimes put me in a box per se and you know, they really didn't see me for me. But I feel that with the dialogue I was given, I managed to pull it out, and I think that I'm going to have a long run with this show, and we're going to see where it goes.
1: Do you feel like people probably didn't or possibly didn't see all of your potential? It's, it's very
0: difficult to be intimidating when you're naked on set, and I feel like a lot of people held that against me in a time of me too being naked on set the entirety of the time. Some people just don't understand.
1: I feel like a lot of people saw you were nuts. So, going back to the whole diamond skin thing, the carbon outer skin. Your that that thickness, was that was that emotional or just physical? Tran- translucent Man? Tr- tr- uh I I uh, Well, we loved ha- we we loved having you interview here. Can we throw up something about him on Fallon? Translucent? Can we check to see if Translucent Man is still in the building? Can we see uh, Translucent Man? That's what I hate about interviewing an invisible guy. You can't tell if he's here or not. What is going on? Man! Trans- translucent Man? Okay, let's get back to talking Amazon's The Boys Season 1, Episode 3. Get some. Translucent Man has apparently left the building, or he's standing in front of us naked. We don't know. But we are here, and I'm joined by Steven Lemieux I, taking his I, place. I wasn't
0: planning on actually being on the show today, but I guess, I guess you're... Your nuts pun really ticked him off. Is that what it is? Uh, Three interns got punched on the way out. (laughs) Did they? Yeah. Didn't they get punched? uh, I hear the sirens. Well,
1: you know what? Up yours, man. <laughs> and I mean that in the best way possible. Uh, I am your host, my name is Teron, and I will be hosting and paneling as, on this show as we talk in Amazon's The Boys, Season 1, Episode 3, Get Some, and it really did mean Get Some. The things we're going to cover today are going to go on relationships, Huey the Fan, uh, Like Father, Like Son, Mother's Milk, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Stillwell. Stakeout, eat out uh my body my choice a train verse shockwave and what it all means we have some good stuff for you a special segment where steven's gonna pick the worst case scenario for a superpower and of course we're gonna throw out some predictions whether you want them or not uh steven what were your overall thoughts on this episode
0: keeps getting better and better. We keep interacting with more and more characters, and they introduced two great characters this episode. Obviously, we got kind of teed up with Pop Girl last episode, but this one we're introduced to Mother's Milk, which I think is a very interesting name for one of the vigilantes after we're dealing with Madeline's Mother's Milk throughout episode uh, two. And... It's, it's
1: nice to see uh, Huey having some game and maybe
0: getting over
1: Robin just a little bit. Possibly. I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about that in relationships, but my overall thoughts were this episode, it gets better and better. Yeah, it's it's great. And I'm not just saying this. Honestly, I am addicted to the show. They have done it right all the way.
0: How it's it's very difficult to leave like the trailer where we're watching the show and not just let it play the next episode.
1: 100%. I am so invested in in episode 4 right now, especially coming for you being the last thing they've declared war on us. I mean, it's just so much. Starlight and Huey, we're all shipping that. Like I loved Robin, but honestly, I'd be over Robin too. A Homelander Man, talk about abusive, much? Yeah, um, he's just
0: getting crazier and crazier. We 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 like set him up in episode one as like top tier. The end of episode one turns into like kind of a asshole. Uh, he killed a kid on a plane with his dad. I mean, kind of had it coming, but anyway, <laughs> uh, kind of an asshole. Sure. See episode two, kind of a creepy asshole. Episode three, total asshole.
1: So that's where you're at with this. Yeah. He's, hit, he's, he's hit, hit that.
0: He's hit, like, he's he's checked all the boxes of, like, things you can be a bad superhero with. He's killed innocents to cover uh, up Madeline's tracks. He's been kind of like a weirdo pervert when it comes to Madeline, like, spying on people and doing weird stuff like that and threatening his teammates. And now in this episode, he is straight up an asshole to, to even the women that he was in a relationship with before. Won't let her... Date, won't let her move on or anything and it's like
1: very sleeping with my enemy Maeve is clearly annoyed disgruntled and afraid of Homelander it gave me a vibe I'm surprised you skipped over the part where he reached in someone's body cavity and basically stopped their heart wasn't upset with
0: that that kind of bumped him up a few points in my book, it actually. actually pushed him up? I mean, the dude's like a shooter, and until we find out that the people have been... Hired. Hired, if if that's the case, again, guys, I've only seen this episode, so, uh, up to this episode, so I don't know, um, then I don't really have too much sympathy for that. Like, honestly, I wish somebody at the Vegas shooting would have done that to whoever was firing that rifle. Like, I feel like being a mass shooter is kind of the worst thing that you can 100%, do.
1: 100%. It's horrible. But you know what to me is a bit Shh, worse? Sh- Vigilant. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh-oh. I'm afraid. It's, it's over now. Yeah. You're afraid of me? I am. We're missing our German counterpart. I know. Our our German counterpart, Ben Schno, is not in the building with us, but will be returning. Uh, I was just saying, what's worse is vigilante justice. Honestly, we get to see bits and pieces of this in the D.C. world where uh, criminals aren't brought to trial. I, I believe in the justice system. I believe in its principles, and I believe that revenge and justice are not the same. And we see that theme actually being played out uh, going from episode one, two, and now into three is justice and vengeance are not the same thing. And we need to talk about them. It is a slippery slope. We hear a lot of slippery slope regarding Compound V in this episode. Something we'll definitely get into because Compound V, you made some very good predictions. They were kind of right, but kind of not.
0: Kind of right. Again, you hate my prediction that we're going to get Huey some powers. But man, what's Compound V going to do to a normal person?
1: We'll find out. It seems like Frenchie might find out, but I don't know. Let's get into the relationships that we saw in this episode. We saw Popclaw and Mm A-Train. We shipped that. We saw Mother's Milk and Billy Butcher. We saw that. We saw Mother's Milk and Frenchie. I'm saying I'm putting all these in the relationship categories. We saw Huey and Starlight and we heard about Mother's Milk and his beautiful Becca. I'm going to jump something back into there too though
0: because if we're going to talk about relationships I think a really important thing is to talk about the development they've made for Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk is a character that's running a juvenile detention facility of what it seems like and he's very strict on the rules but he's also doing it from a training perspective and a teaching perspective. Sure. I think he's going to be a really important character when it comes to Huey, because Huey is, as we see in this episode as well, his relationship with his father is that his father has always treated him like a child and never held him to standards or anything like that. So now we have another father figure for Huey that's going to hold him to standards and actually... Teach
1: him. I like that a lot. Let's add Huey and Mother's Milk and Huey and his father, which plays a part, which we're going to talk about in Father, like Father, like Son. And last but not least, of course, Homelander and Maeve, who I don't know if we can ship that as a relationship, but it's a situationship and honestly, wink, wink, let's call domestic abuse hotlines for Maeve. That was very intense and scary.
0: It's like, it's funny because Homelander kind of looks like Chris Pine, so I was just getting like those Wonder Woman movie vibes. It's like, kind of the fanfic. Chris
1: Pine seems like a nice guy. Homelander. This and this goes to the acting acumen because honestly, I'm going to say this. That acting is amazing. I believe it. He
0: doesn't think he's doing anything wrong.
1: He does not.
0: And he's he's just saying things so flippantly like, you know, we're just different, we're just better. There's just something like us that we're just better, and he He, doesn't see anything wrong with what he's saying at all.
1: He believes his own hype. Yeah. Let's start off, actually, with that relationship, because I felt like it was the one where it was deafening. The concept of him basically basically just harassing Maeve and and bringing up that they had a relationship. You can tell Maeve was possibly forced into this relationship, as if it was part of the contract to join the Seven. I feel like she's projecting onto Starlight as well. What, What were your thoughts?
0: I mean, yeah, they... Well, we saw what happened with with The Deep and Starlight, and we saw now that they used to be in a relationship, but he's like laughing about it, kind of. I think you're right. I think there's some like WWE aspect to how they treat these heroes. The publicity team says something's going to work. They go with it. They say that they're going to split these heroes up because it's going to generate press and get them more points. They go with it. The heroes are doing everything that generates them points, and I think it was really interesting that out of all of them... Homelander's the one to question it. Homelander's the one to say, "I just think it's weird. Why are we listening to these humans?" And he says "humans" as if he's not one. But I he also
1: he believes his own hype. But 100%. he also
0: puts out that that why are we listening to them because of money and because of this stuff. So I think that this is really setting him up to turn supervillain at the end of it.
1: Possibly he's already a supervillain. Let's get that across. But no, he's an antihero. I'm just kidding. <laughs> The concept is, I feel that he's the griper, but is controllable because of this. However, if he continues to buy his own hype, which he is, and we see that happen with celebrities, we see that happen where they basically turn on their manager, they turn on their agent. They're I know better. You guys didn't make me. If you could make me, make another me. You can't because it was all me. And that's actually a theme that we see in Celebrity. The concept is, and this is an interesting concept that I put out one time, is that when you see a celebrity win an award, the reason they forget people's names is because they don't feel like they should be thanking anyone but themselves. They've been practicing this speech since they were kids, for the most part. The only people that have stayed our god and their parents everyone else could have been interchangeable and i feel the same way about homelanders he feels like yes they provide support but he's the star and he knows it and he without him there is no seven there is no vote there is no any of these things what do you think
0: the the ability to fight each other is Do you think Homelander trumps everyone so easily, or do you think there's actually resistance?
1: Something similar, something simple as Maeve having to take the elevator. Let's not forget that scene where Homelander just simply flies up to the top, the 31st floor, and Maeve goes, is there an elevator? And she takes it, and ding, and she goes out.
0: And he waited for her, so he could have easily taken the elevator too, but he's not going to do that, and... Then it's just they're so flippant About the crime that's happening around them A dude's shooting a gun into a crowd And they could just They're sauntering They don't care There's no hustle There's because no the, it urgency it doesn't harm them Yeah, they're like, whatever
1: we, We've done this so many times Yeah, yeah, we got it uh, We're gonna do it Yeah it's the, it's the NBA player that goes on And isn't in the playoff hunt So they're just dribbling and playing Just to play uh, it, We've seen it happen Anthony Starr Anthony Starr Who is playing Homelander Is amazing
0: yeah, we have Jenna James saying, Homelander is like heel Triple H during the Attitude Era, and A-Train is like Edge during the Ruthless Aggression Era. Okay, okay. We got some WWE references going on in here.
1: I can see that. I love that. We also cover WWE, so you're going to want to check that out. I wonder how true to form to the comic books this show is. From, I, from I have the, to say it's almost 100.
0: From the vague things that people are saying in the chat when they reference the comics, I have to be very careful because I don't want to read any spoilers. sure. Uh, they say it's pretty accurate. They say that uh, the the butcher is like straight up. Seems like he walked out of a comic book.
1: Wow, I I just think it's very impressive. Even their even their poster, even their picture is a direct representation of uh, and another recreation of the comic book. So I, I'm just wondering if this if all these themes played out because these are very adult themes. We get this almost abusive, homelander who I suspect was abusive in some ways and and forced without knowing it. Maeve was forced into this relationship. She has no, she even tries to saunter around it and and avoid the topic of it.
0: Yeah, but she can't because she's under his thumb.
1: She is. She is under his thumb because they are, they're controlled by this money. She's down a point and a half and Homelander is doing her a favor by showing up to the crime scene.
0: Shout out to Michael Cullen in the chat who says, I read the comic. It's awesome. It's Watchmen. If it were written by Deadpool.
1: That's a great, that's a great reference. Digging it. Like I said, I'm a Watchmen fan, so I'm very, I'm digging this all the way. Let's, let's talk some of the other relationships. So, are we shipping Hue light? Yeah. Light Hue? What are we calling that? Uh, Star Hue. Star Hue?
0: Hue star. No, star you because it's a Pokemon we can just put like stars a, star of star Hugh, star a U. Pokemon
1: star you yeah okay star you guys are you shipping star you we want to star hue star you star Huey eh, star Huey i'm going with star Huey okay are we shipping star Huey let us know in the comments below we'd love hearing from you so star Huey i'm shipping that but she's gonna find out he's on the other side i mean I'm
0: I'm wondering how she reacts because they're they're building up the the conflict between the two of them. And we don't know because obviously when Carl uh, Irvin's character Butcher says, did you get her number? It's like not even it's not even asking from the perspective of, oh, yeah, you get her number. It's asking like you got her number. Cool.
1: We're going to kill her. later We're going to do something. We're going to yeah. use her. and And he even knows enough to turn off the radio when he's talking to her.
0: Because he doesn't want Huge. her implicated in everything that's exactly. going on. But she's going to be, and I think she's going to have to make a choice. And she might be, I think she's the strongest hero next to Homelander. We haven't seen her fully use her powers yet. I agree. Yet.
1: We haven't seen her fully use her powers. And she she's the one who tells people, close your eyes. Like, she's concerned. She hasn't reached her full potential.
0: Yeah. And you see that she works with, like, electromagnetism, too. So... There's so much to play with there.
1: There is. And and she has the blast beams. She has the eye beams. She even threatens to burn out people's eyes from time to time. I agree that she's going to be extremely powerful... but I agree that their relationship is going to be something powerful, and he's going to have to make a choice, I think, that is he going to use her or keep her out of it, and he's going to try his best to keep her out of it.
0: Do you think we call her Flashlight? Do you think we have another show? With- We're
1: not talking about Flashlight. Starlight deserves way more respect than Okay. That. And even the way they show her power is fantastic. It's pretty dope. It is very dope. Uh, I liked Mother's Milk and Becca. I liked that phone call. Oh, you're such... You have no heart, my friend. You have no love in your spirit. Becca. You mean Monique? No, it wasn't... His, his girlfriend's Monique. I thought it was Becca, where Becca hates...
0: Oh, he, he said Monique on the phone. Oh, yeah,
1: Monique is back. Monique is back. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. He,
0: yeah. I mean, he's like, baby, baby. I think she's a girlfriend, not a wife, though. But
1: maybe she's a wife, but she hates... She hates butcher. She she hates butcher. She spits on the ground every time he every is time mentioned. his name's
0: mentioned. And also we get like insight into like obviously when Frenchie and Mother's Milk see each other, we get more insight. We hear the name Mallory again. What would Mallory's grandchildren think about that? So we're like, "Okay, this Mallory is, is something real." I'm starting to think Mallory wasn't his partner. Mallory was like the head of whatever their operation was. Where she was like the head of the CIA at that time and then she got killed. And now Sandra's in that place.
1: We're going to find out. And the reason why I brought up Billy Butcher and Becca is because Becca was the love interest of Billy that Mother's Milk brings up. And something apparently happened to Becca. Yeah. That's going to seemingly be his motivation.
0: We'll see. Right? Like, it could be. I feel like with a show like this. If we create a character named Becca who's his love interest, she's going to die in a really, really terrible way.
1: 100% die in a horrible way. A horrible way. A-Train and Popclaw. Now, that was the most fun that we had in a relationship on this episode. She likes toes. Or he likes his toes sucked. She, he def, She definitely, she definitely likes something, but I don't know if it was toes. He definitely liked his toes sucked, but it wasn't enough... Because he had a lot on his mind. Don't worry, A-Train. It happens to everybody.
0: Yeah, he was more into winning the race and more into not showcasing PopSocket as his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, he didn't want to show. And I can understand, and this is an interesting also aspect of celebrity. Uh, We see someone even like the rapper J. Cole hide his relationship with his wife for years and until it was accidentally released. Because it would bring down his popularity, he's got to get those points. He does have to get those points, and it's we live in this world where everything is about followers, everything is about ratings, everything is about likes, thumbs up, hearts. We see their conversations, the pop ups, everything. I I, we
0: didn't mention it before, but yeah, the the cancer child scene had me dying, literally. When when it's I wanted translucent. It's like well, we can. That that was was my only wish. We can run fast. We can we can beat anything. It's like. You're going to teach me how to run faster than cancer? But, like, I loved how it was the smileys and stuff, and they went from smileys and hearts to complete anger and sadness. Exactly. So good. That's that's why he needs to be
1: scripted. And we see this, we see A-Train. A-Train, do you think he's the weakest link on the team?
0: I think that the deep is the weakest link on the team. Wow. I'm sorry. I mean, how many times could something be fixed by somebody who goes really fast? A lot. How many times can something be fixed by somebody who can go underwater? He didn't really do much. He just detected the plane and found the bodies. Like, he's not saving anyone who's underwater. He hasn't really done much except for sexually assault Starlight. And we don't even know if he has more powers than just breathing underwater and diving well. Like, is he super strong? He seems strong, but, like, how strong?
1: Obviously, you haven't seen the Tom Hanks movie where he's the captain on a ship. Okay? I bet you he wishes the deep was there.
0: Sully? No, that's not Sully.
1: Uh, And and then, of course, Captain Phillips. Thank you. Captain Phillips and then Castaway. Castaway. See, Tom Hanks would really appreciate a guy who could swim. (laughs) I think it was funny. All right, let's talk about another relationship. Let's talk about Huey and his father.
0: Yeah, so his father's treating him pretty childishly. Can you do the voice? Huey, what are you talking about? I'm your father. Your pediatrician is still your do- doctor. He, he, you like pizza bites. You like watching TV. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, and, and that was an interesting dynamic between father and son where Huey is now changed. He Remember when the father brings up, you don't have any fight in you, neither do I? Yeah. Now Huey has fight in him. He's
0: been projecting his own insecurities onto his son for his entire life. And his son is not somebody like that. And his son might have been born a super... And he might have eliminated. Stop
1: it. bringing that up until it happens. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's talk about Huey. Let's talk about Huey and how he goes into his room, leads to that dynamic with his father, and basically he was a fan.
0: I didn't get why it was just happening now that he destroyed his room because it took so his, long. Robin's been dead for a while. Obviously, it was three days ago that he met Starlight on the bench. I'm assuming it's been about a month or two since. Uh, Robin's been killed, and he hasn't gone into his room and had a meltdown yet? Like, I figured that would have been the first thing you do, is see all the documentation. He still had a Funko doll of freaking A-Train.
1: I agree. However, at the time, it could have been something that was so ubiquitous in his life that he didn't even notice it until now. It's just something... That is it exists they are they are the Spongebob, they are the Pokemon, they are the Dragon Ball Z, they are just so everywhere that he might not have even thought about it specifically until now, Yes, he had that meltdown in the liquor store, sure. But for now, he's so used to his room, this is just backdrop, this is just posters on his wall that he doesn't even pay attention to when he goes in his room.
0: He doesn't realize how cringeworthy it is until he takes a third-person view of himself.
1: Exactly, and he does so after, of course, the predicament of of (laughs) blowing translucent man to bits. Blowing him all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Okay. But, here's the thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think you just thought of that sentence (laughs) and then, okay, sure. Um... Given the nature of the show, that was a little harsh, but let's talk about the concept of his father not being aware and the father not still not still taking a passive role as Huey walks out. Yeah, he doesn't really make any attempts to do anything. He even he doesn't even hire a psychologist. Yeah, the most aggressive thing he says is the mo- you hey you like pizza pizza rolls. that, yeah. that was his most aggressive thing.
0: Yeah, and Huey apologizes and leaves, but like he, his father hasn't helped him through this situation at all oh i talked to your pediatrician he'll talk to you if you want oh take the forty-five thousand dollars. you you'll never win you're not a fighter his father is just a very bad influence on him and i think that unfortunately i think his father is going to get pulled into this mess by madeline i think his father's going to become a blackmailing chip of threats that they find out who Huey is. And it doesn't help the case when Huey's walking right up to A-Train and saying, don't we know each other? Haven't we met
1: before? Oh, we're definitely going to get into that because that one actually threw me for a loop. An, a quick thing going to the room when he was destroying stuff, I can't be the only one that thought to himself, man, some of those things could be worth money. <laughs> you seem like you're an avid collector, bro. <laughs> like, he ripped
0: up a $45,000 check to around.
1: Yeah, he did. Would you have done that? You know, honestly...
0: I don't think I ever would have signed the papers, but for the sister, yeah, like that's, that's not, that's not money.
1: Wow. You know, honestly, I'm going to say after we talked about this and you, you actually, I believe you would rip up the check. And after hearing what you had to say about it, I, I realized I would never rip up that check. Forty five thousand dollars. Forty five thousand dollars, like Robin? Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about forty five. I would have negotiated for more. That would have. That was my first inkling. My first inkling was why not a hundred thousand? Obviously, they have the money. And, and yeah, and you a, stand on principle.
0: It's not a lot of money. Like obviously, like he could have talked to the family if the family didn't sign an NDA. He could have cashed the forty five grand, given it to her family to find a lawyer, and then use the forty five grand to find a lawyer to go against him. But you're talking about, it's like going up against the government at this point. It's like millions and millions of dollars. So his dad's not wrong in that it's a fruitless fight, but, you know, you don't say that.
1: You would think there would be specific lawyers who deal with this in this real, since everything's so realistic in this world, to the point where where they even bring up when... when Huey's like, why, why, why did we let this happen? When the landlord gets killed, we let the man die. He's like, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to run up uh, ten four, flights of stairs, exactly, four stories stair in, in ten seconds, like you're a super, and then go in there and what? Get killed? They bring that up. They bring that up as we were bringing it up, watching it. They bring it up. I love this show. I love this dynamic. The father-son dynamic is so real. The relationships, we see them. The way even Huey's uh, working into Starlight, watching you keep going, yo, Huey's got game. When he brings up the overpriced beer and the overpriced nachos, that's actually a cute thing to say. That might go in my little repertoire of things to say. Right. Which is a great way to put it. I mean, this is such a such a good script. I love it, and well, I'd love to hear...
0: They also build on Huey's character in good ways, too. Like... Yes. As somebody who works in Radio Shack would know how to do what he did. They'd know a lot of IP addresses, and they know how to not hack into systems, but, like, for instance, we had the IT guy out here the other day. He installed our camera systems. It's an app. Like, literally, it's an app. Anyone gets the login, they have access to the cameras. Like, not here at the studio. I mean at my place. So, like... That's a realistic thing. She says, yeah, go ahead and log on to the network, log on to the network, get all the information. You could literally take your phone, be on the other side of the city looking at cameras on somebody's house. So anyone who works in IT will know that. Anyone who works at a Radio Shack would probably know that. He's probably installed these have cameras before. Have you ever
1: before. been to a Radio Shack? Yes. No one at a Radio Shack would know that. So let's get to, they don't even know where the coil, like, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> where, 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 do, where do you have mouses for computer? Yeah, bro, I don't know. I don't know. We get Radio Shack.
0: No, that's the people at fries.
1: <laughs> uh, here's the thing. The one thing we know is that we love each and every one of you at home. Thank you so much for being a part of this panel. If not, you're not only a part of this panel, you're probably more important role than all of us. You are part of our the Seven, even though there's two of us right now. We're talking to you, John
0: Ansel, in the chat. We're talking to you, Jenna James, in the chat. We're talking to you, Eon001, in the chat. We're talking to you... PR's grandpa in the chat. And if you want to continue to make us the ESPN of TV talk, please hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, comment on this video after the live stream's over, because obviously your live chat comments don't change. And feel free to tweet at us uh, throughout your watching of this series. If you take a few days between episodes, feel free to tweet at us what you think going on so far. Watch these. We do them episode by episode because we believe that A lot of people do have time to watch all of the eight of them, but a lot of people like to take their time and process things, and maybe you have a job that doesn't let you watch all eight at once. Or maybe you just can't get enough of the show and you'd want to see how the mind works throughout the season because I love predicting, breaking down, and analyzing every aspect of a TV show as I go through it instead of just eating it like candy and watching all of them. It makes you appreciate it more and you think of all the different avenues it could take in the future. So if you're like us, please continue to subscribe to TV because. You're the only thing that matters.
1: That's true. I like that. That was poetic. Maybe that should be your new name.
0: We'll get more guests like Translucent if we can.
1: Poet, man. I'm already cut off, man. Yeah, you are. In fact, if you could just cut off sleeves from your (laughs) shirt. We'll talk about that when we get into My Body, My Choice. Let's discuss Mother's Milk as a character. Thoughts? Good character. Great character good character.
0: Great potential character. to be great character. Amazing character off the bat. He hasn't done
1: much yet. He's done everything. All right, list. Okay. First of all, I see him becoming a father figure, like you pointed out. Second of all, he definitely stopped uh, Huey from going in on A-Train like an idiot. He saves the whole going in a pop clause because he was the one who was actually more realistic in that situation. And even he got her to sign the paper. He goes into the van. He's a he's a doer. He's the one that realizes Popclaw is using. I mean, he's everything to me. And we also just really like his character and that look. He's got a great look for the character, too. In fact, I was surprised he wasn't a super. Did you
0: watch Punisher, the Netflix series? No. Uh, the Punisher has, like, this dude who's his best friend in it and reminds me a lot of Muslim, Mother's Milk. If you guys watch the series, you'll know who great I'm Great character. But, okay, yeah, he's a great character. Great
1: name. Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk.
0: Reminds me of the Key and Peele sketch with baby Forrest Whitaker.
1: Great I'm on Mama's sketch. Milk. Great sketch. See what I mean? I just liked Mother's Milk from the get-go. I liked watching him. I liked his, his dry sense of humor. I liked the way he was speaking to the boys at the group home. I liked the way he uses that same language when he speaks to Huey.
0: But he, I feel like he's going to become a hypertropic character where he just plays into that role of the straight straight shooter wrapped up in something that's outside of his comfort zone and it's like yo man this is getting too heavy bro i'm out and that's what i feel if they go that way with this character i'm gonna be annoyed
1: i don't know he reminds me of uh what's the guy in green arrow digby diggy dig i don't watch green arrow you don't watch green arrow
0: you mean arrow arrow i don't watch arrow
1: yeah No. he must have skimmed through it mother's milk please get off the mic in case you don't know that's God. Ryan in the booth. Ryan is monitoring the chat and the comments below, so please continue to do so. His um,
0: commentary is 2% appreciated.
1: <laughs> that was funny. That was a wholesome joke. Yeah. All right. Okay, all right. We're You're really done. milking this one. All right, guys, let's talk about that stakeout. Okay,
0: the stakeout. They have a van. Very inconspicuous. We learn about the Mallory stuff. Uh, We learn about the girlfriend and we learn that they can see the cameras and that she's using and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I didn't think the stakeout was that. I mean, it gave us a lot of information, but it was just a tool to give us information. They could have literally been anywhere.
1: I, I like the stakeout. It brought put the dynamic the mother's milk who hates Frenchie, and then he's like, uh, and and of course, uh, of course, Billy lies as mother's milk predicted. Says you're just going to lie to me, but oh, it's not with Frenchie. Yeah, I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, I
0: don't trust that guy either, man. Yeah, you're man. the only one.
1: First guy that shows up, Huey walks in. Oh, this is the new guy, Huey. Frenchie walks in right behind him, and they're both caught off uh, caught unaware. I want to know what's up with that. Uh, What's up with that? What caused it? I mean, yeah. I think
0: he blames Frenchie for whatever happened to Mallory. He blames Frenchie for whatever made the the mission go wrong the last time. He does, and I guess they're both. I guess all three of them work together. Maybe they were all CIA. Maybe they were all FBI operatives of some. I, yeah. I don't think.
1: I, I don't think we're in, in organized FBI. law enforcement. We're definitely in CIA. We're in some type NSA, CIA. They're trained. They know it. This is. Uh, they, they are special forces of some sort. I like that they give credit to. Uh, Huey for killing
0: Translucent. They even, all do. Even though the C4 was put up his butt by Fenchie and even though they built the cage and all that kind of stuff they uh, he pulled the trigger and they give him the credit They for give that. him
1: credit and they're not upset at him. I thought they'd be upset. Oh no, you've brought a world paint pain on us. They're actually almost relieved he did it. Yeah. I don't feel like neither one of them would have done it. I mean they
0: brought him into this and there was no way he was getting out. So it's kind of better that he's all in and not still flaky on whether or not he wants because I think they can trust him more now.
1: He's officially one of them. He's officially one of them. And to the point where Mother's Milk is like, I know you're addicted to this the way Compound V works. You're addicted to this rush. Huey admits to Mother's Milk that he felt a rush. This felt good doing what a, he did.
0: That's what the V's like. That is what it's like. And there's consequences to that feeling.
1: How does he know?
0: It's a good question. I mean, he seems so impressed that they killed a super, but I feel like they've killed him in the past before.
1: But they haven't killed many in the uh, and definitely not a that. seven. The seven. They killed one of the seven, which is a very big deal. And everyone, uh, and even Homelander is like a war against one of them. And he turns it on him. And Maeve points that out. It's like they're basically coming for me because he feels he is the seven. Homelander yeah. feels he is the seven. They're coming for him. This is a this is an attack on him. Uh, eating out. What a way Uh, to go. uh, (laughs) Way to go. Uh, We see Popclaw. We see her and her dynamic with with A-Train. Obviously, she is the main chick, side chick. She's being hidden. And she resents it. She thought she was going to be outed. She was going to be in the public. She was going to add up that celebrity. We see that happen with a lot of situations with celebrities in the world today. People are screenshotting because of this. I thought somehow she was going to betray A-Train in that manner. What she does is, sure, in a way disloyal, but not enough for us to hate her for it. In fact, we found it amusing that the landlord comes over and she... Does a sits on his face a role
0: play of him robbing her? Oh no! Superhero fantasy.
1: She looked pretty good, but she's really good looking. Obviously, that's they play that they play. You know, obviously they keep playing with the concept that she's good looking and her her butt is really nice. They've they've camered it before. She knows it's nice. She has these pictures on her wall. She played in a movie Terminal Beauty three uh mother's milk brings up like I uh, we're a huge fan plays to her ego her vanity she enjoys that she's a femme fatale she is and of course at upon reaching orgasm her powers come to life and from her inner thigh or any part of her body down there i mean it's the it's, she claws them so that's she the funny thing her.
0: is they focus on her ass and then she takes the v and then she's doing like 1,500-pound squats, which is a butt exercise, and then she sits on his face and tells him to eat her ass, and then I don't even think it was like her thighs or anything i think it was it supposed to be her. like her squeezing her butt cheeks together and crushing his skull uh, no i
1: think it was I think like her, her glute, glute muscles it was that strong
0: yeah that's what i think it is
1: interesting i i thought that maybe some of the bones because she reminds me of that character marrow oh who you think like bones went locked, through his head or something i thought i thought it was something like that oh that's, no i think the it's, way it's smushed down
0: i think it's straight booty meat Wow! Yeah, and I think uh, I think can. We
1: get a comment from the people below. Let's take a poll. Was it booty meat or or booty booty bones? Um, I think that uh,
0: you totally booty bones made me lose my train hey, of thought completely. Booty
1: bones or booty meat, people? I want to know what you think killed the landlord. I think this establishes the fact
0: that people who are supers have a level of super strength. I think that might be like a base set for all supers.
1: Interesting, because we saw that with Translucent, man. I remember Translucent being able to pull Huey without any effort and throw him hard into the wall and things of that nature. And even
0: the deep kind of like was strong when he super punched those strong. people out there. So I think anyone who's a super has some level of super strength.
1: Some super strength is the basis. And and even maybe, Pop Clop.
0: Maybe not the telekinetic people. Maybe they're like weaker. Maybe there's like different... Categories of supers, but it seems like everyone has like one or two things.
1: And we also see Pop Club being thrown out as a D-list hero. I wonder how these tiers work and how how they come about. Do they get hired out? Are they like uh, you, uh, these D-list celebrities who show up to comic cons and things like that? That's how they make their money. It's very interesting.
0: But even the seven, you know, Black Noir was signing signatures at the race, and so was Starlight signing signatures at the race. I do have to give a credit where credit is due. Uh, Renji said it was definitely meat. ER's grandpa says it was death, death by glute. And of course, Ryan in the booth says I'd rather be gluten free.
1: (laughs) Oh, hungry. Why wait? Let's talk about my body, my choice. We see this, uh, come out when Starlight is presented with the new costume. The new costume is that sexy sleeker costume. That is a very misogynistic portrayal of women that we see throughout comic books in general. It looked good, but yeah, it was definitely not
0: feminist when she said when they said that. It's they, like, they try
1: to sell it like it's empowering. It's it's, it's
0: uh, it beauty. Looked, it looked like a Pan Am flight attendant from the '60s. Like it's it's shows off your entire legs. It shows off your chest. It shows off huge dip here. Like and then they they do the same thing. It's like now we see the corporation doing the same thing the deep did, where it's like, well, you don't have to wear the suit, but to be a member of the Seven, you do. And they're just they keep holding that over her head. And I feel at what point is she going to she's either going to bail but when he when uh she's sitting with Huey and he brings up why don't she quit she seems so against the idea
1: she doesn't want to she doesn't want to quit she, she doesn't. this is this is her dream she's wanted to do this her whole life and and she comes to a choice and it's one of those dark demons that we see once again in celebrities people get accosted with this choice of either do this or be out and they're like I've been trying to do this my whole life and the slippery slope begins where it's like little things keep adding up. And these aren't even little things. These are huge things. And she brings up my body. And uh, and Stilwell says, you're right. You can do whatever you want. You just won't do it in the seven. Uh, and we see that. And it reminds me of in The Watchmen, we see Silk Spectre. And she showed off her body as Allah, her mom's vision of what a superhero is supposed to be. I enjoyed the fact in that interaction that... Starlight had with the little girl who was wearing the old costume. And you could tell. And the guys were pieces of crap. And they were like, well, look at... Show us your tits. Oh, yeah, look at you. And she tells the girl, I like this one better.
0: But then the girl's, like, so tainted by that point. It's so strong. So strong. But the girl's, like, saving up to wear the slutty costume. And she's, like, an 11-year-old girl. Yeah. It's like the influences that celebrities have on people are very large. And they don't really realize how much they influence the youth of our culture.
1: That's really true. And then of course we have this big sporting event. We have A Train versus Shockwave, the sporting event of the week at least, right? Like it didn't see it was packed, but one of the things I wish they had shot it at night. I don't know why. I feel like it would have been a much more visual thing at night. Also it's just like, like the fireworks and things of that nature.
0: People really going to show up like for an all day thing that takes less than a second to end?
1: Yes. I mean, let's not even something like LeBron's decision was such a big deal. I mean, the people go to draft days. So, yes, they, they love this. They love being involved. They love knowing what's going on. A train was obviously upset and worried and anxious about not winning because they told him, if you lose this, you are out of the seven. No one wants the second fastest man alive. A train takes compound V. Compound V is a steroid, as far as we know, for Supers. They take it, and it puts them on steroid. And we find out the tidbit that he was on Compound V when he annihilated ran through Robin. Robin. Run, Robin. Run, run, Robin. All right. That's so fun. Uh, no one was surprised that A-Train won except for Shockwave. Shockwave, I think, in a, in a fair fight, do you think Shockwave would have won? No. We have no idea what shockwave power is actually. Right, we like, he just wasn't even fast. close. Yeah, we didn't know. But hopefully, we're saying that it was enough to throw a train for a loop, and we also find a bit of compound V. And we are looking at the weakest link being Popclaw right now, as Billy and the boys have now infiltrated Popclaw, cleaning up the mess with the dead body and holding some compound V. And they're like, "You're going to tell us everything you know about that." That's where we left off. Let's get into our special segment, shall we? Worst
0: case scenario, because the boys are back in town. All right, we're going to be talking about our worst case scenario here, guys, where we take a superpower that is generally made for saving people, and how could it go wrong? Today we're talking about Aquaman, and how could Aquaman's power go wrong? Because we haven't seen the Deep's power go wrong at all. So I wrote this uh, before I've even seen the episode, so I didn't even know we were going to have the Deep character when I said Aquaman. That's
1: a good one. uh, How do you think Aquaman's power could go wrong? I will tell you how it could go wrong. So Aquaman, has everyone knows about his ability to be underwater and super strength and blah, 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 but he also can talk to all of the sea creatures and they listen to him. So what if he talks in a sleep and he commands all the sea creatures to just attack everything?
0: I think there's uh, that's a good one. I think that's a good one. They could just attack everything
1: and... Whales, sharks. I mean, even shrimp, stingrays, just getting everyone... starfishes, just everyone needs to get peed on their leg because the starfishes have attacked everyone on the beach. He could just spread
0: the word that no human's
1: allowed in the ocean anymore.
0: 100%. And that happens in the the Justice League one where they rule the world because Aquaman's the only one who's, like, against... Anyway, um, I think there's a variety of ways that this could go super wrong. I think that he can talk to the fish... But the fish don't have to necessarily listen. So it's like, hey, Tehran, I'm going to save you from drowning. Here, there's a shark nearby. Grab onto the shark. He'll take you to safety. Shark gets out of here. Shot just eats you.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that... uh, I mean, I think Aquaman, at least they all have listened so far.
0: And Aquaman also, you know, he's a friend of the fishes. He could completely decimate the fishing industry in anywhere he goes. He could be like, hey, avoid the boats. He could educate... The sea life, and if he educates one form of the sea life about what boats are and nets, then they're going to tell their friends, and they're going to tell their friends. Pretty soon, our fishing industry is destroyed. Nobody can get sushi. Everyone starves in sh- in, in fishing villages, and long lasting concerns happen, and humanity dies. If,
1: if if everyone couldn't get sushi in Hollywood, it would fall apart. I will say this. I will say this. Something similar is actually happening in Mississippi as yes, they're as they're trying to possibly shift where Mississippi River goes in order to save the mainland because it's the water eating up the the land and it's killing the fishing industry and that there is going to be a crisis. Thank you, Goddamn Aquaman, CNN. So I will say this, let's get some quick tidbits. We did hear another character, Mr. Edgar, the one who brings up talking points. This is even Stilwell's boss, and we find everyone is a little afraid of him he is who we assume is the ceo mind. of mind avoid industries uh and we also see senator calhoun did cave and the bill get passed the committee so now it's on the floor it's on the floor does it get passed and he he is in the news bringing it up and they recognize hey you were against this before why Not now, and he says if the people want it, then and we see the talking points when Maeve, and then, of course, we get Homelander show up after him threatening not to show up to the race because he's feeling used.
0: Yeah, and then we see that kind of eye lockdown between him and Butcher. Do you think he
1: recognizes Butcher? Ooh, let's get into predictions! (laughs)
0: Let's get into some more puns, too. My chat closed, guys. My laptop died. I'm sorry, chat. But you can always comment on the video after it's over. Prediction-wise, I don't know what's going to happen next. We just declared war. Or rather, the boys just declared war on Vought. They sent the box. And we learn of the uh, weakness that he can't see through zinc. I think the Deep knows that. I think, prediction-wise, the Deep is the next one to go down. Wow. Strong. That's because a real
1: prediction. Because they need to
0: learn... Well, they already knew about the Zinc weakness because they made the box out of Zinc, but I think the Deep is the weakest link, and if Homelander doesn't kill him, they will, and also, all they have to do is make it look like the Deep had talked to Madeline again and Homelander's gonna kill him, so they could just set him up. They're going to cause internal strife within the Seven.
1: Man, that's much better than my prediction. I predicted that Huey would call Starlight. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, I also predict that people are going to want to find you if you want to be found. Stephen Lemieux!
0: You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux and every Monday producing Marie Menounos' podcast the Better Together podcast you can find on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating or review, and review we'll give you a shout out on the show as well as the Killjoys After Show Sunday at 6pm Pacific Standard Time. If you like sci-fi and you
1: like space bounty hunters, that's a show you can watch! Well, you kill my joy and who am I? I am Teron all across the board. That's I thought you, I thought you were pull out. T e h. Can you stop calling that R a n? Uh, my mom watches this show. Okay, <laughs> Stephen. Uh, I am Teron all across the board. Find me, and of course, I'm hosting and paneling on a slew of other AfterBuzz After shows because your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows too. Until next time, we are going to be talking more. Amazon's The Boy season one. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be watching so many episodes as many as we can each and every day until we get to all eight. Thank you so much for watching.